0: Welcome to Viewpoints, listeners. I'm your host, Henry Cross. It gives me great pleasure to welcome to Viewpoints for the first time um, a local young lady. Um, we love these human interest stories. She's doing so well with her life, Brody O'Halloran, singer. Um, songwriter and singing teacher. For those of you who are unfamiliar with who Brody O'Halloran is, um, she's got over 12 years' experience and a voice that's been described as reminiscence of Florence and the Machine and also Taylor Swift. Wow, that's high accolade indeed. Brodie is passionate about singing and passing on her knowledge of vocal technique to students both young and mature age. Uh, she's recently completed a Master of Creative Industries at Melbourne Polytech and holds a Bachelor of Arts from Monash University. As I said, uh, Brody's a singer-songwriter who performs under the name of Magdalia, and we'll talk to Brody about that name. There's a fascinating uh, story behind that. Uh, but uh, on that note, welcome to Viewpoints, Brodie O'Halloran.
1: Thank you, Henry. Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, our pleasure, Brody. And it's always, as I said in the, the intro, it's always wonderful to have local people and also human interest stories. And, and, and you're a young lady. Um, I think there's a, a massive career ahead for you and, and the great things that you're doing with your teaching. I'm in the teaching profession and... Uh, if you if you're in that sort of a field, you 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 know what you gain from sharing with others. Uh, Brody, uh, go let's go back. As a teacher, I'm always interested in the story. Um, you're now in the field of singer-songwriting and music teaching. Where did all this start for you? The the this interest. I I never got interested in music from the day I was kicked out of the Warrigal High School <laughs> choir for not having a good enough voice.
1: Um, I think, well, I mean, I started a long, long time ago now. Um, and I think really my mum, I know she wanted to learn singing as a kid and she wasn't able to. Um, so she was really passionate about giving me those opportunities. Um, and I guess I just showed some sort of interest. I was singing around the house and she decided to put me into some lessons at school. And my the singing teacher at the school said that, You know, I could hold a tune and really that's where it's uh, kind of, that's where it started and now I'm here Um, and just kind of keep trucking along (laughs) and yeah, keep pursuing those types of things that I'm interested in and yeah, just trying to make my voice better.
0: Oh, and, and from what I hear, that, that's already happening. It's interesting that you've gone into the field of entertainment because um, I hear many stories of people who end up with a successful career in uh, music or, or comedy or whatever, but along the line, their parents or grandparents often say, look, you really need a safe job in the background. It's interesting to hear that, uh, in your case, uh, your mum was very supportive of you moving into this field. Um. How hard is the field, really? Because I'm not in it because I can't sing.
1: Uh, Well, I mean, the field has definitely got heaps and heaps of people in it. So um, there's really no shortage of, I guess people around and I don't like to say competition because I think a lot of us are actually quite close and good friends, but yes, there's definitely people everywhere in the field. Um, my mum was always, has always been supportive and, um, she's, she, I remember her used to, she used to say to me as a kid, like, I don't care if you're just, you know, check out Chick at Coles or working at McDonald's if that's what you want to do and go for music, then go for it. Um, so music's always been a pretty high value thing in our family. So um, yeah I mean it's it's a hard field but it's very fulfilling.
0: Absolutely. Now you've got some pretty high quality, uh, Qualifications in that field, a Master of Creative Industries at Melbourne Polytech, I don't know much about that, I'll ask you, and also a Bachelor of Arts from Monash Uni- University, um, those degrees, Master of Creative Industries, uh, can you just enlighten us a little bit about that qualification?
1: Yes, um, I mean, whenever I say it, a lot of people don't uh, know what that means, which is completely <laughs> fair. <laughs> um, basically, the Master of Creative Industries at Melbourne Polytechnic just gave um, students an opportunity to do a creative project that they were interested in and really focused down on a sole, I guess, area of study. And um, yeah, you had to come up with a project that were, that you could research and that had good research outcomes. And so for me, I was looking at creating a songwriting program for young girls aged uh, 14 to 16. Um, so uh, that's what I did. I developed the program and we ran a pilot program with some of the students that I have at the studio at the moment. Um, and we were able to take them to a recording studio and they were able to record their songs and release them, which um, was a really good opportunity for them. It's not something that you get a lot out here. Um, and we were able to do that all for free because we had a, a grant, which was really wonderful. Um, and yeah, I was just looking at how music can positively impact uh, young people and young girls specifically, because they're so underrepresented in the music industry
0: professionally. So yeah,
1: I completed that last year and I just graduated a couple of weeks ago, which was a nice weight off my shoulders.
0: Congratulations on that. You said underrepresented. That's really interesting because when we listen to the radio, there seems to be, and I don't keep a check on it, a lot of uh, women with great talent that are in the singing yeah. industry.
1: Yes. Um, unfortunately, a lot of them are international artists um, and they're wonderful, but there's not a massive range of Australian artists. Um, so we're just kind of working towards getting... Um, Yeah, more local artists recognised by the Australian media and by the Australian charts.
0: Would there be a a female singer, um, an Australian female singer, that's of particular inspiration to you? There are a few around.
1: Yeah, I mean, personally, I love Delta Goodrum. I love Mm. Missy Higgins. They're they're amazing singers and amazing songwriters. Um, uh, But when I was talking to my own students, um, a lot of them couldn't really name too many... Um, Australian singers, I mean, I know I had Casey Chambers, she was mentioned a couple of times, um, but yeah, really her Delta Goodrum, they were the only ones coming up consistently. Um, the rest were like, you know, your your Taylor Swifts, Billy Eilish's, Mm. um, Adele's, um, wonderful singers in their own right. Um, but certainly not local to Australia.
0: It it clearly dates me because when I was young, uh, everybody knew Kylie Minogue (laughs) from Neighbours and, of course, uh, the great uh, career that she has had enjoyed in music. Uh, Clearly, that's from another era now. uh, Yes, certainly was not
1: mentioned at all, which was crazy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> because she's probably one of the signature Australian modern pop singers who's done so well in, in that yeah. industry, isn't she? It's quite yeah. quite amazing. Now, you, you you play under the name of Magdalia. Now, there's an interesting story which you shared with me um, off air. Of course, I, uh, the first question I ask you is, oh, why'd you pick that name? You might like to tell our <laughs> listeners.
1: Yeah, so Magdala was my grandmother's middle name. Um, she passed away before I was born. Um, so I decided to kind of use that um, as a starting point for the name just to feel connected to her, a bit closer to her. Um, she That name was after um, a mine in install. Um, because I never met her, I'm not really sure of the um, the meaning behind that, but it's a fun little tidbit, I guess. Um, and then I just added the I to make it my own, add a little bit of flair. So, yeah, Magdalia kind of, that's... How it, how it came to be, and really, it's just because I kind of find Brodie O'Halloran to be a bit of um, a bit difficult to kind of say. It doesn't really ro- roll off the tongue um, when you're announcing that on stage. So yeah, that's that's where it came from it's
0: worked so far <laughs> and what's been the feedback on that name because i know that um a lot of singers go under a stage name um and then they they hit it uh, big time i mean a classic would be engelbert humperdink that's not his name but the, it's an unusual name and once he changed his name many years ago engelbert humperdink suddenly became famous what do people say about your name
1: um, most generally ask how to say it first of all, which is fair. Um, but a lot of people, uh, yeah, I've, I've had a lot of people that like it. Um, and a few people that are confused when I tell them that's not my actual name. Um, but I, my, probably the biggest response was when I told my dad that that was the name I was going to use, he was quite emotional with that because it was his mother. Um, and he felt really, really happy that that was what I would decided on. Wow. Um, so, yeah. that made me very
0: happy as well and you can't put you can't put a value on on, on that sort of um, and that sort right. of emotionality before the break and we come back and we'll be talking about creative soul studio which was established in 2007 by Jennifer Kerr and your involvement with it and the challenges they're facing but before we go to the break and come back with that one last thing uh, uh, brody um You're a singer-songwriter and you've got some songs out there. I asked you before we went on air, tell us some songs that uh, people such as myself, anyone else can access via YouTube, Spotify or whatever because you've got a few out there, haven't you?
1: Yeah, so I've released um, two this year and one at the end of last year. Um, So the one at the end of last year is probably my favourite which is Great Expectations. Um, And then this year I've released Tunnel Vision which has been in the works for a very long time. Um, I wrote that last year and have been trying to get that out. Um, But most recently, I was able to release Noreen on Mother's Day, which is a song about my mother's mother um, and is basically written from my mum's perspective, a letter that she wrote after she passed away. So, um, yeah, it's a it's an emotional song. It's a ballad, but it's one of my favorites as well.
0: Well, I love ballads, uh, so um, it's certainly one, and they tug at your heartstrings. Your mum, I guess your mum was pretty overwhelmed by that too, I would guess, uh, Bradley? Yes, she certainly was. She
1: did not expect it, um, um, and she, she doesn't cry a lot, but yes, she was, um, she had a few tears.
0: And they would have been tears of joy. Now, you don't just sing ballads, you sing other, other genres too. What else do you sing?
1: Yeah, so my main genre is um, alt pop um, and that's why I like Great Expectations Mm. uh, because it's a bit more upbeat, it's a bit more exciting. So it stretched me a bit as a songwriter.
0: Oh, that's what you want to be. We need to take a short break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk about Creative Soul Studio, which um, you're a part of there in Pakenham and uh, the great work they do, but they're also facing some significant challenges. Uh, Can you hold the line, Mm -hmm. Brodie? Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Viewpoints, listeners. I'm your host, Henry Groszak. i are a discussion with Brody O'Halloran. Uh, her stage name for her singer-songwriting career is Magdalia and... Uh before the break we spoke about her career and uh, now we're another part of uh, Brody's career is working with Creative Soul Studio as I said before the break was established in 2007 by Jennifer Kerr with the vision of creating a positive inclusive and safe space for students of all ages to learn to sing and it's done some wonderful work there but right now they've got some big challenges but before that welcome back to Viewpoints Brody Thank you Creative Soul Studio. Tell us a bit more about them.
1: Yeah, so, um, well, it was started by Jennifer Kerr, as you said, in 2007. Um, I joined in 2014. Um, She was teaching me to sing, Um, and then I kind of just stayed with her until about 2018 when she decided to move to Port Douglas and asked me if I would like to teach and asked my mum if she would like to do the admin. We had about seven students at that point, um, all vocal. And from there, my mum decided that she'd like to build the studio, introduce more instruments. And um, we definitely went down during COVID. But then Mm. now, back up, we're we're at 180 students. Wow. um, And we don't just teach vocal anymore. We do drums, piano, guitar, woodwind, um, all of that wonderful stuff. So, yeah, it's... um, We've got a wonderful community of students um, and we don't want to let them down with what's going on at the moment.
0: Yeah, what is going on at the moment?
1: Basically, um, at the start of May, we were told that our lease had been terminated um, and we needed to find a new place by the end of financial year. So we are kind of frantically looking for a new space and trying to raise money for the fit out. We can afford rent, we can afford all of that, but fitting out a space with um, the amount of studios that we need to support all of our students um, comes with a pretty heavy price tag. So yeah, we're raising money, we're doing lots of concerts, raffles, all of that type of thing, um, and have a GoFundMe to kind of try to support us in any way that we can.
0: Mm. And you're trying to raise a, a ballpark figure of around $20,000 uh, to help yes. with that fit out. Um, it's tough times and it's tough going, But um, and people might say, and we were chatting about this before, oh, look, it's a great studio, yes, and it's out there in the city of Cardinia, um, Casey Cardinia, they're all out that way, almost into Gippsland. Um, there's plenty of these sort of studios around, it would be a shame if it closed, but they uh, there's plenty of alternatives, those 180 kids could go elsewhere, but that's not quite the case, is it, Brody?
1: No, not really, unfortunately. Um, in Cardinia and the surrounding areas, I suppose, Creative Souls is really the only multi instrument studio, um, and we're the largest. And the reason that we operate out of a public space is to have that sense of community. Uh, so if we shut down, really, um, there are other music schools of, around but most of them only offer one to two instruments um, and simply don't have the capacity to to service all of our students. Um, So that would be quite devastating for them. Um, And, yeah, I mean, the studio is kind of prides itself on being inclusive, offering performance opportunities and, and, um, yeah, quality lessons for an affordable rate. So um, it would just be sad to see it go um, and watch kind of all the hard work that we've put in not just the teachers, but also the students. Um, you know, we watch them grow up um, from when they were when they were small to, to being young adults, and it's it's ju- it would just be a b- quite devastating to watch all of that go.
0: Yeah, well, um, I mean, a lot of people, particularly in in, in the field of politics, they focus on the very important areas of literacy and numeracy, uh, almost to the exclusion of others. Um, The performing arts are the fabric of society, every society, and there are so many... We all gain, whether we're the audience or the participants, and these sort of opportunities uh, in such a big, growing uh, city as the city of Cardinia... Um, the the kids need that, um, and it just won't happen if you close, will it?
1: No, so yeah, I th- I would say that for me, I'm a singing teacher. I have about forty students at the moment, um, but the students that I've had in the past as well, um, it's it's really really wonderful to watch them grow. Um, they come in and they might be a bit shy or they don't really want to talk or sing for me, and then even a few weeks, a few months later that I'm telling them to be a bit more quiet cause they're so loud. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just gives me goosebumps when I get to watch them perform and, and see them kind of overcome those, those obstacles, whether that's just nerves, um, or complete stage fright. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, just kind of seeing them achieve their goals. It, it's something that's really important to me and, um, it, yeah, it makes me feel so happy when, when I get to see them happy themselves. Um, so it would be a shame to lose that.
0: It, it really would. Now, they don't just do it for themselves. I notice that some of the things you do, you appear at public events, the kids do, to perform and support groups such as the Lakeside Residence Group, Maryknoll Market, Pack and a Meals, Walk to defeat MND and Relay for Life. So they're also, as they're growing and learning, they're also um, bringing, bringing joy to a lot of other people. They're giving as much as they're getting.
1: Yes, and we really pride ourselves mm. on taking as many students as we can to those um, events. We don't just bring, like, our teachers and um, kind of put on the, the the experienced performers. We really like to give everyone that opportunity when we can Um, and that just helps them grow, and our community is very supportive of our students in those situations. So, um, yeah, we're definitely at all of those events, and we have been for a very long time. So, yeah, we don't want to give that up, and we don't want to lose those opportunities for our kids.
0: No, no, and what's the age group of uh, children that can come to uh, Creative Soul Studio? Uh
1: So, I mean, we've had as young as about three or four. Three or four, to, wow. Yeah, up to about, I mean, we don't really have a, an age gap, cap, um, but our oldest so far has been about 77 to 75. So, yeah, it, it, it's certainly a, a large range. So,
0: uh brody if people want to get in there and support and help you, how would they do that?
1: Um, I think our main need of support is obviously uh, money. So we've set up a GoFundMe anyone can donate to. Um, and if they want, if anyone wants to find that, that's on our Facebook. We've posted the link quite a few times. Um, and if even if they can't afford to donate, just sharing the link would be wonderful um, so that we can raise awareness about what's going on and, and try to reach as many people as we can.
0: Mm, and we'll certainly do that via viewpoints. We've got quite a good audience out there and we'll be certainly sharing that link. Now, you've got three songs out there. Um, Great Expectations, Tunnel Vision and Noreen, that uh, dedication to your mum. If you're a songwriter and you're a creative person, I presume you've already got in your head somewhere, even if you're not writing it down yet, another song. Would that be true, Brody?
1: Yeah, I'm all, I mean, I'm (laughs) kind of using my little notes app on my phone to write down ideas, but um, I was in the studio, uh, the recording studio, a couple months ago, so I do have a few songs lined up, ready to go, Um, just waiting for the opportune moment to release them. But yeah, I'm very excited about those.
0: Now, Now, from your perspective, what's... I mean, you've been working hard and you've been doing really well. What, what sort of breakthrough moments are there in an emerging singer-songwriter's career? What has to happen to take you to the next step, Brody?
1: I think um, I think it's more personal milestones. Um, if you focus too much on um, those big kind of events, then you'll probably be disappointed. Um, but I think for me, the personal milestones of just releasing my first song and um performing my first song um or performing my original songs was a big big step for me um and just being able to get out there and and perform locally it's really important trying and trying to connect with the community um and i guess just build build your your repertoire and and the people that know you
0: makes good sense you've got uh You've got an incredibly good attitude towards life, uh, Brody. I, I, I commend you on that. And the work that you people... Look, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. I can't wait to get off the, uh, off the interview and check your songs out and I'll give you feedback on it. And, of course, to all those people out there, um, look, there's heaps of young kids and even older people out here, lots of people out here in the city of Cardinia and even Casey, they can get down there. Um, we'd hate to see such a multifaceted uh, music studio, performing studio closed simply because of um, an inability uh, to fit their, their new premises out if they get that because of um, circumstances way beyond their control. So so thank you so much uh, and, and, and all the best there, Brody.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
0: My pleasure. That was Brody O'Halloran. Um, Magdalia is the the stage name uh, as as the singer-songwriter. Check out her music, I'm sure you'll like it. And yes, get on uh, the GoFundMe for Creative Soul Studio.